0: Psalm one nineteen and forty nine. Remember the word, remember the word, unto thy servant, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. Somebody put a prayer request in tonight because they have hope. They believe that God can move in that situation. You believe that God can move in that situation. You're in church tonight. Because you believe in the living God. You believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You believe that he was born of a virgin. You believe that he went to the cross and paid the price that no man, no amount of money, no possessions in this world, nothing could pay for it except that precious blood. Am I right on that? And in that, we know that he was resurrected from the dead to show us that he is Lord of all. And in that, we have hope. That hope comes because it's something that we haven't seen necessarily yet. Is that what hope is all about? Amen? We believe what the Bible says, so therefore, we know that we have hope. And here in this prayer, he's saying, remember the word unto thy servant. Has God ever given you a word? It won't be outside of this. It won't go against the doctrine of the Bible, but has he given you a prompting sometime, somewhere, to pray with someone, to say something to someone, to go up and just say, hi, my name is Ken. And then let the Lord work. Or to come up with a song that you want to sing. You have a song in your heart. The Lord has given us that. And he may, maybe he's given us a promise of something that we might see in the future. Here on this earth, maybe he's given us a word. Maybe he said, that you, I want you to go out. I want you to follow the way that I'm going to lead you. And it ain't always going to be easy. But I want you to follow me so that when you get to the end of this race... You'll be able to tell everybody, and everybody will have that testimony, not of who you were, but who Jesus was in your life. He hung in there. She hung in there. They did what the Lord asked them to do. They did what had to be done. It's not about saying, well, I was in ministry, and I've, I've done this, I've done that, and, you know, 1,500 people's been saved while I've been in ministry. That becomes an awful lot about me, doesn't it? But you can say, I saw what God has done. People were saved, but people also have been delivered from things. People have also called upon God. We've got the testimonies of what has happened. And we have these words from the Lord. He's the one that spoke and said, go do this. Therefore, we can do it because we have hope. We can trust God. Am I right on that? We can trust him. He's not going to lead us down a path of gloom and doom. He's not going to lead us down and not be with us. We can trust in him. And we can trust in him that if, let's say five years from now, all this stuff that's going on in the world, let's say it's on our shores. Let's say it's in our town. Let's say we're meeting at somebody's house to have church just because if we come here, somebody's going to throw a bomb in here. We can't use the screens and we can't use the electric amplified stuff. Now we've got to use the acoustics, beat on a garbage can or something, whatever. But we're going to worship God. And if we've got to come down to my house, that road, nobody never goes on it because they don't like it their the car dirty. They probably think I never wash mine. Well, not wash it and drive out of it, and it looks like it's never been touched. But I love it there. It's good and private, good and quiet. But that day might be coming, and it might be coming sooner than you think. Do we have that hope in Jesus Christ? Do we have that hope that, yes, if we stand up for him, he's with us. He'll never leave us. In Philippians 4 and 19, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. By Christ Jesus. We've got to leave that, put that part in. Why is that there? We can say, well, God did it. By Christ Jesus. Jesus is getting the glory. He always gets the glory. This whole thing is about Jesus. So he will supply our needs. So there's nothing we have to worry about. There's no fear that we have to have. We have a hope and we have a word that maybe the Lord has given us. He has given us a word to go out and spread the gospel. We can trust in him that that's what we are to do. He may have given us a word for one individual, maybe a couple, maybe somebody, who, who knows? Maybe for an entire nation, maybe for a town where well, we go and do what he's asked us to do because we can trust him. Why? Because we have hope. We trust in Jesus. Somebody put a prayer request in tonight because they have hope. They believe that God can work. There have been some probably struggling with a prayer request because they're not so sure they want anybody to know about it. But you can have hope knowing that you can talk to Jesus and that whole situation can be resolved. No matter what it is, call upon the Lord, let him work. Let him work. In Matthew 9 and 29... Then he touched their eyes, saying, according to your faith, be it unto you. That is a huge statement. According to your faith, be it unto you. There's nothing else added on to that. There's nothing else taken away. We can try to find scriptures and say, oh, well, we can belittle God a little bit and say this. No, according to your faith, be it unto you. What does that entail? It entails everything every decision we ever make, every place that we walk, every disease that we're dealing with, every heartache that we're dealing with, everything that we're dealing with, according to your faith, be it unto you. Do you believe in him? If you call on Jesus to heal my eyes, do you believe he can do it? That's the the bottom line. He may choose not to, and that's okay because we have hope. His choice may be that I walk on this road that I deal with this cancer, that I deal with this disease, that I deal with this whatever. Why? So that he can receive glory, so that he can work. The Apostle Paul said that. He wanted the Lord to take something away from him. A messenger from Satan that buffeted him. Now, what did the Lord say? Your, my grace is sufficient. I'm not taking it away because in this, I'm made strong. When you're weak, I'm made strong. When you're weak, God's made strong. What a hope. And Siri's not available. <laughs> According to your faith, be it unto you. I like this the way that the Bible shows us about Jesus. In Isaiah 53 and 5, you, most of you can say this, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. We are healed. Now, Brother Bazer, Brother Willie can help me with this, but Isaiah was quite some time before Jesus. This was a prophecy about the Lord Jesus Christ. By his stripes we are healed. Hadn't he been born yet? Hadn't he been to the cross yet? By his stripes, we are healed. He's telling us something, but yet we go over to 1 Peter 2 and 24. Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed are healed back in Isaiah, were healed in Peter. Jesus had done gone to heaven. He's at the right hand of the Father, forever making intercession for us. And he says, you were healed. When he was on the tree, the healing came. Now, that's a play on words, and it's hard for us to wrap our minds around. And I know Sister Bays, it's just killing her because she's an English teacher. God's done, done messed everything up. You are healed before it happens. You were healed after it How does that work? Because we walk in a place of victory. Why? Because we have hope. He gave us that hope. There's nothing that we face tonight. There's nothing that's on a prayer request tonight that is stupid. If a person wrote it down, they got a need. If they're calling out to God, we need to call out to God. We need to play like Hannah, and we need to get down to business with God and say, look here, Lord, you told us right here, Remember your word. Remember what you've given to us. You told us to pray to you. You told us that no matter no, according to my faith be it unto you. I believe that. I know that. I believe that healing is there. That healing was paid for on the cross before your children will ever be born. And they get cancer when they're 42 years old and everybody tells them they're going to die. But we got hope. If they know Jesus Christ, then it doesn't matter if they take their last breath here or he touches them and they have a testimony. To go out and say, look what the Lord has done. Either way, it's good. Because we have hope. That's why we can talk so confidently about Jesus. That's why we can take anything we want to Jesus. Because we have hope. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. Paul says that the hope of the gospel, the hope comes from the gospel. It's either real or it's not. Everything in here hangs on that. The gospel is the love of God. Right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. I think I threw some extra words in there probably. And your neighbor as yourself. On these hang all the law and the prophets. Everything hangs on his love. That's the gospel message. It's his love. And when we surrender to the one who loved us first now you think about this you go with me in your mind if you can you think of somebody who's very difficult that you just have a hard time having Jesus love for them don't raise your hands don't say no names put it on a prayer request without your name get it prayed for cuz it has to be fixed period bottom line doesn't get fixed you stop growing And the devil's got his foot stuck in the door saying, you going to let me in some more? Can I come in a little bit more? Can I come in a little bit more? Because my job is to destroy you. That's what Satan's job is. I don't want you loving Jesus. I don't want you loving people. I don't want you to have forgiveness in your heart. I don't want any of that coming to you. I want to take away from what this hope is that everybody's talking about. There's enough of them out there not believing, and we don't want any more believing. That's what the devil says. word the hope of the gospel it's the love of God it's what Jesus did at the cross in Matthew 21 and 22 in all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer believing ye shall receive started out not after a comma that's a statement that started out with a capital letter it moved on to a period statements done don't add to don't take away how many of you believe that It's in the Word. If you're not at the place you believe that, your place to be praying tonight before you pray for someone else's request is for yourself. Help me, Lord, to get to that place that I can have that kind of faith and believe that according to your faith, so it shall be done. So tonight, pray with someone. Brother George is going to give us some music to put on and pray with. You can sit in your seat You can climb up on the roof and hang from But After, if you can get up there and want to, whatever the Lord gives to you, you can come to this altar. You can team up with somebody if you want to and pray. I want to ask you to do one thing tonight until we are done praying. If you get done early and somebody else is still praying, go back to your seat nice and quietly, please. Visitation can be later, afterwards. Is that okay? So that we can be reverent to what God wants to do. All right. Boyfriends and girlfriends, y'all can drive slow home so you can get make that time up. Cause it is deer season, the deer are running crazy. You wouldn't be wrong and drive taking it easy going home. So as go ahead brother George, you put that on. Don't forget about that hope. Amen.